Today on The Good Word, we're talking about kindness and about giving and receiving. You've heard the saying, it's more blessed to give than to receive. But it may also be true that it's easier to give than it is to receive. Easier to give kindness than it is to receive it graciously. Like in everything, Jesus was our example here, not only in giving kindness in ways that only He could, but He was also an example of receiving kindness from others, even though He could have provided for any of His own necessities. Elder Joseph B. Worthen talks about the meaning of kindness. Kindness is the essence of a celestial life. Kindness is how a Christ-like person treats another. Kindness should be permanent in all of our words and actions at work, at school, at church, and especially in our homes. Jesus, our Savior, was the epitome of kindness and compassion. He healed the sick. He spent much of his time ministering to the one or many. He spoke compassionately to the Sumerian woman who has looked down upon many. He instructed his disciples to allow the little children to come unto me. He was kind to all who had sinned and condemning only the sin, not the sinner. Yet his greatest act of kindness was found in his atoning sacrifice, thus freeing all from the effects of death and all from the effects of sin on conditions of repentance. Elder Worthland says that kindness is the essence of eternal life, and the sacrifice of Jesus for our eternal good was the ultimate act of kindness. But he didn't only teach us how to be kind, he also showed us how to accept the kindness and generosity of others with grace and love. Even as the final days of his life approached and his mind was occupied with the sufferings and infinite sacrifice ahead, he allowed someone else to sacrifice for him in her own small way. Accepting, defending, and honoring her actions in a way that memorializes her forever in Scripture. In Mark 14, we read, And being in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious, and she brake the box and poured it on his head. And there were some that had indignation within themselves and said, Why was this waste of the ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than three hundred pence and have been given to the poor. And they murmured against her. And Jesus said, Let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She hath wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always, and whensoever ye will ye may do them good, but me ye have not always. While the Savior's disciples chastised the Lord and the woman for allowing such expensive gifts, the Lord allowed the woman to do good for him. He certainly had a lot on his mind. It would have been easy to tell her that she had good intentions but should save the ointment for herself and her family, but the Lord knew better and allowed the sacrifice she wanted and perhaps needed to make. Jesus allowed others to be kind to him and defended a woman trying her best to be like him and accepted her small gift with gratitude. When others try to do good for us, can we return the favor of being gracious for acts of service? Like Jesus, let us be universally kind both in being willing to give as well as to do what may be the harder thing, which is to receive. In allowing others to serve us, we also follow the example of Jesus as he received a sacrifice on his behalf even while preparing to offer all of us the greatest sacrifice, the greatest kindness ever offered. 
And that's the good word. 